Thank you for joining us for this episode of Comply on the Fly with M3 and Karen B. Comply on the Fly is your trusted weekly resource for reliable insight and quick answers on common employee benefits compliance questions. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Seek the advice of counsel for any employee benefits compliance related guidance or strategy. Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. And the Comply on the Fly question of the week is We hire many variable hour employees and we move them to full time status when they work more than 30 hours per week. Is this correct? Well, It's important at the outset of answering this question that it is most likely being asked because the employer is subject to the Affordable Care Act shared responsibility rules, meaning they have over 50 employees. Prior to the Affordable Care Act and for employers with under 50 employees, these decisions regarding who was eligible and at what time for health coverage is largely left up to the employer to make in accordance with the plan's eligibility provisions. But when an employer is subject to ACA rules, the employer manages to these rules because if they don't, there could be penalties involved. And of course, identifying your full-time, and that means 30 or more hour per week employees properly, is key to meeting obligations and avoiding penalties. Because this client refers to variable hour employees, we know they are using the look-back measurement method as opposed to the monthly method, because under the monthly measurement method, there is no need to categorize employees. They either work 130 hours in a month or they don't for eligibility purposes. But under the look-back measurement method, the employer is required to categorize employees in one of four categories at the time of hire. Full-time, meaning you advertise the position for 30 or more hours per week, Part-time, meaning you advertise that position for less than 30 hours. Variable hour, meaning at the time of hire, you have no idea what hours the employee will work or seasonal. Variable hour employees are put in their own initial measurement period from their date of hire and typically for 12 months. And at the end of that 12-month period of time, you determine full-time status. Our question at hand is really asking when you would change someone's status from that variable hour to full-time. And my answer would be that it is really up to you as the employer, keeping a few things in mind. If this person worked more than 30 hours per week for a month or two, but will go back down below a 30-hour average, then it seems they would still be variable hour and you would keep them in the initial measurement period if they were new, or in the ongoing measurement period if they are a longer-term employee. However, if you as the employer now decide the employee is full-time, and you will be scheduling them for 30 hours or more per week, then due to the actual status change from variable hour to full-time, you would need to offer coverage within three months of that status change. Also keeping in mind your plan waiting period, which may be shorter. Subsequently, full-time status would be determined by the ongoing measurement period for this person or persons. The first full applicable one that applies to the employee. And until then, it is determined that full-time status 
based on the monthly measurement method. These rules, remember, really are set up for you to make firm decisions in these cases, which I know isn't always a possibility. And that is your comply on the fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.